Hi, welcome to Chic NYC. I'm gagged to be here. I hope you are too. I'm Melissa Rich. We're looking at pop culture through a New York lens. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm sure the last episode I did, I said, we're back every week. So I'm not, I'm not even going to say that. I'm just going to try to mentally commit to that in, in my soul so that I follow through with it. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I hope you're well. I hope you're doing great. Um, disgusting day here. Cloudy, looks cold, haven't been outside yet, uh, getting ready to go to dinner with a, a fabulous friend who lives in Brooklyn. I don't see a lot. Um, but you know, we're going to Kiki's, you know, I'm going five feet from here and doing the predictable thing for me. Well, let's get into it. I had a great weekend. Well, I had a good, it was a good weekend. I, I have a regret. It doesn't happen every weekend. I do have a regret. I had tried to get SNL tickets from a friend who works on the show. I was like, I haven't been to the actual show. My friend Marcia and I were like, let's try Aubrey Plaza. That'll be great. We message. She's given them away already. Her comps were like, that's fine. She's like, you should come to the after party. We're like, yeah, okay, maybe, whatever. I kind of forget about it. It's not something that I do think of every weekend just because they're generally, like, not very fun. I, of course, had my one, I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast, Chasing the Dragon, the Drake one, you know, at the Dave & Buster's in Times Square. So fun. Drake, he threw out a bunch of $2 bills. We got breakfast at McDonald's in Times Square. It was fabulous. Fabulous. I, I bought lunch with these $2 bills for, like, a week or two. This was really nice then you know the other parties there's really not a lot to write home about so it was kind of like whatever had I known that Kim Petras was going to be there sure should I have known because of the Sam Smith thing yeah it was a great from what I've seen in clips wise great show and the party I haven't heard much about however Madonna did show up so that's on me and that's on me having more martinis than I should have in the afternoon what the fuck am I doing that's insane I'm, I'm breaking the the classic Dorinda medley two martini martinis or boobs whatever probably would have maybe texted had I remembered but this is which is all to say the Kim Petras of it all I'm just absolutely thrilled it feels like she's my friend she's not she's not but I feel like when you have a fan base that's kind of like a geographical and b you know small as in to me it is like kind of the New York gay community obviously it is beyond that but even on Seth Meyers this week she said I owe everything to the gays in Bushwick which I do include myself in and it's just really fabulous she's performing at the Grammys Incredible. Her meeting Madonna was a gorgeous moment over my selfish, um, you know, regret of not following through on that plan. But I think even further, it's about a year since Slut Pop came out. And I don't know if I'm alone in feeling this, but I do. I like I remember listening to that. It's a short album on loop for a couple weeks. Solid. I was obsessed with it. Did I hear it out? Even at Rosemont, barely, barely. No one was really playing it. It was kind of just like swept over. And the main attention that it got was that it was produced by Dr. Luke. Fair. (laughs) Nothing good to say about him. No. However, 
many artists have still chosen to work with him. I won't like fully name names, but he's been nominated for Grammys as far as I'm concerned the past like few years. Many people are still working with him. Um, And I thought it was just bullshit that, you know, it seemed borderline transphobic to me, to be blatantly honest. I mean, why else is it, oh, suddenly it's such a huge issue. I think the nature of it being called slut pop and it being so, you know, a little graphic (laughs) in uh, many of the songs, whatever. I mean, it just didn't, to me, receive what it should have. And um, I don't know. I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled with this resurgence. And, you know, it does suck that sometimes it takes someone like a, a palatable Sam Smith to to put a real girly on the map. So the biggest news for me this week, obviously, is that we are going to see Jerry Hollywell on the crown. I don't know, like, I don't know if anyone understands how important that is first because and I'll get to all of it but first the women that we've been denied on that show it's really profound starting with Sarah Ferguson if you don't know who that is that's Princess Eugenie and the other one's mom who is married to Prince Andrew was one of like the first maybe not one of the first but a major divorce in the royal family um she was fabulous. She was a party girl. She was friends with Diana. They were running around London in the 80s. I don't know if she fully brought Diana in, but she was definitely like a major resource for Diana in the royal family. One of the only kind of like allies that she had and maybe not even a real ally. Who knows? Because she was going through her own shit, obviously. And it's funny because they will have like a featured background actress who has this like long red hair, fun dresses, kind of running around with Diana. You'll see her and Prince Andrew, who does have lines, you know, dancing at parties and whatever. We never hear from her. Their relationship is never mentioned. There's maybe a couple brief, like, speaking about her. Well, in a fabulous scene between Queen Elizabeth and her horrible son, Andrew, who's now... I was like, maybe they're skipping over that storyline because of the allegations and that are maybe confirmed about Prince Andrew, which was that he was a great friend of Jeffrey Epstein and I think was fully, like, if not, like, convicted, but, like, whatever. I should have looked into the legal where he's at. But regardless, it was not good. It was proven that he was on planes, islands, all of that. Yet they have him speaking about his divorce with Sarah Ferguson. And this gives you, you know, a great image of the girl that she is, which I'm obsessed with. Um, There were paparazzi pictures of her new boyfriend sucking on her toes. And he has to warn the Queen of England that these are coming out. And he goes, there's some photos I don't know that you'll want to see. And she's like, oh, well, just tell me what's on it. He's sucking on her toes, mommy. It's just like the most like... uh, repressed British conversation you could ever imagine. Anyway, we get none of her. So for me, this was huge. As a as a person who has really stuck it out with the crown, especially this last season, which I was not a huge fan of, for them to then put hopefully all of the Spice Girls on, I'm just like, there's a lot of questions that lead <laughs> nowhere with this, which is why aren't they saying Jerry Hollywell in these headlines? 
page six says what an unnamed spice girl oh spice girls look alike spotted on the set of the crown for final season yeah oh a red-headed person with a union jack outfit yeah we know who the fuck that's supposed to be are you kidding and then during the article they will call it out with jerry they have so much speculation even to what scene they're doing which is supposedly the 1997 princess trust concert where famously jerry hollywell they say pinched prince charles's butt or supposed to say king whatever at the time prince charles's butt and she is later made statements saying no no i didn't i didn't pinch it i patted it this is all you know this was yesterday when all this came out i'm literally wearing a spice girl sweatshirt it was just like so full circle for me where i was like oh my god you know when like two things that you love like come together in a cinematic way it was truly that anyway I think that has to be the scene there's like some kind of tassels on a leotard in this outfit she's wearing it's not spot on the hair is different but I'm assuming that's what they're going for she looks great would love to know the name of this actress how can we delve in this far and still call her unnamed actress across multiple sources journalism Hello. I said that as I'm like, oh, I should have Googled that. Whatever. Dominic West still looking so hot. I cannot believe that that's the casting they went for it. They were just like, we got to make them happy. We got to keep these lawsuits at bay. God, I am, I am thrilled. I'm thrilled for this unnamed actress too. What a role to book. My God. I've been thinking a lot about media manipulation this week and kind of like who's good at it, who's not. I mean, simply just based on what we've been given this week, kind of. I mean, Alec Baldwin just got charged with involuntary manslaughter for firing what he thought was a prop gun on the set of this horrible movie called Rust. And we've not really heard a lot out of hilarious fake fake Spanish Baldwin. Um, She's kind of laid low, whatever. There was like, you know, Alec Baldwin got her to a million followers or whatever on her birthday, whatever. There's been little stories, but the way that she paraded out of their building with a baby to speak Spanish to the paparazzi, that is good. That is a really, that's, that's marriage at the end of the day. That's let me get this attention off of you and back onto my controversy let's split this up a little bit you know we'll split the bill let's get them digging back into my white past talk about that for a few days I'll take that on (laughs) so you can have a, a day of rest you know they're like even the paparazzi gets it they know what's going on they're not expecting Alec Baldwin they're not thinking they're gonna get anything legitimate out of this woman I think one paparazzi even yells then why are you out here? Why did you come out for coffee? You're just going to get an espresso. Like, why didn't you make that at home? Like, what are you doing? It's it's so obvious and so simple. Do I respect it? Sure. Sure. I guess. I mean, that it's kind. So then kind of a day after that, maybe, Kylie Jenner, who has kept her baby name and her baby's face under wraps for it's got to be at least six months um I think 
Yeah. And she posts, I don't really think much of it. I'm like, okay, would have happened eventually. And then it was, I think, Kardashian colloquium or some sort of, maybe it was just targeted to me, um, post that says, okay, what is coming? We never get anything for free with the Kardashians. It's always there's, you know, we're posting this because we know this is coming out. This is going to happen, you know, before whatever. I wonder if Kylie knew that the <laughs> fake Lionhead Scarpelli show would be a disaster. And she was like, let's put some images out of me being a kind mother before I'm seen as like some sort of trophy hunting insane person. Am I super bothered by it? No, but I know a lot of people are and I get it. Um, I think that there has to be something else. Either like I don't think she knew that that would be so bad. I there has to be something else that they're trying whether it's like a rob situation or something. Like I agree that the randomness of putting that out is not a coincidence with other the fashion choices because she was also wearing the noose necklace. I think we saw that. And I wonder if she's just at a moment where she's like, I've been quiet long enough with the whole Travis Astroworld situation and I'm like just like ready to shake shit up. Or is there something else that hasn't come out yet and that will in the next week or so? Interesting to think about. I mean, Kim is like squeaky clean right now. I mean, it could be Kanye's marriage, quote unquote. Doesn't seem like they're actually married from what we're hearing, but I don't know. There's always going to be something. And, you know, there's so many of them. It's tough to tell sometimes or what, you know, easier to hide, I guess. But, you know, we're always watching. You know, you got to not watch where they're telling you to watch. That's always it. So in this new era of Chic NYC, I do want to bring in more guests, even if it's just for one topic. I think it's so fun. I think it brings so much. And there's so many knowledgeable people who I would just die to talk pop culture with. So I'm really going to try to make the effort book guests. Um, I really wanted to talk about Potomac because I think like the last few episodes, I have just been like the stride of Potomac that I love to see. And wanted to bring in my friend Larry Owens, who you probably know from Abbott Elementary, A Strange Loop. He's one of my favorite people to talk about Potomac with. He's from Maryland. He holds decorum better than any girl that I know. And he really has a great read on these particular women, as I think he knows them. He knows what they're doing. He sees their intentions. Like any good director, like any good theater person, he sees what they're going for in their performances and ultimately what they're giving. And um, I was just thrilled, thrilled to chat with him for a bit. So here's our Potomac conversation from this week. Chic. To me, this is like the best it has been. What do you think? (laughs) What do I think? Honestly, I mean, in terms of like drama, I don't think we're at like peak drama, but like for series, but I think we are definitely at like peak performance level from each woman. I agree. Like everyone's like 
versions of their roles are really, really sunken in. And like everyone's like really like even like people who like I don't normally like, like um Wendy I've never been a huge fan of. Yeah. In her role right now, she's nailing. Yeah. I like she's like not talking about the degrees too much like you know (laughs) well i have never been a huge wendy fan either but in that situation like i've been so annoyed with mia that i've defaulted to enjoying wendy yes yes very that and also like mia who like i deplore Mm -hmm. like also like i don't know is the person who is giving us something to talk about so it's 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 like you know it's just good performances all around it is but i'm just like why i'm almost feeling like we shouldn't even be seeing a lot of what's happening with mia and jacqueline like i'm just i'm like why are they not even editing this out because it's like fights that are not even amounting to anything and it just feels so intimate and personal granted they're on a show i get it but i'm just like it it, to me it feels so icky and so like family fight that i just don't even want to be seeing it jacqueline 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 like i'm so embarrassed for this young lady (laughs) and i'm embarrassed for their friendship like mia is honestly case study it's like just like put her in a room with a glass you know, with like you know a glass fourth wall, and just like what is what is going on inside know. of her brain? It's really bizarre, and I get it. Like everyone kind of curates their character, and it's like, okay, who am I going onto the show as? And like with her, I feel like I think it, maybe it's on Bitch Us. They were like, it seems like she's just held together with like scotch tape, like physically <laughs> and emotionally, and like at the end of the day, she like goes in, you know, lays down and comes apart and then what's his name puts it back together it's very bizarre but so unpredictable yeah. and also like i'm this is a totally a stolen like um point like so i cannot remember who said it either like a famous blog or just someone probably close that i know and like who loves this show and has yeah. good taste but someone was like mia does not know how to be friends with women she's yeah. like only used to being valued in the eyes of men so she like she treats every woman as competition and like her behavior is just like weird in that way like it's just like it's just not girl for girl (laughs) like yeah like like what started the like the drink throwing thing was like bringing in peter and like trying to impress peter or like trying to like knock wendy down a peg because of how she's like failing as a businesswoman and it's so funny to be like I'm a businesswoman, and then to just exhibit the most erratic behavior. Totally. Which makes you question, how are you running a business? I (laughs) buy that. I buy the woman thing, except I'm like, okay, you have this friend of 30 years. Like, you've been able to maintain a friendship. Although, I do see in that where it has been probably this, like, absolute, like, pecking order between them where Jacqueline cannot say anything back. And now that she is, Mia, like, refuses to tolerate it i'm just like you brought her on the show though like i don't understand like why if my friend brought me on national television to then humiliate me second by second like 
Yeah. I would be throwing the drink at you. Like- uh-huh. 100%. 100%. It's so embarrassing. But Karen, yeah. to me, is making it all worth everything. And I'm Karen. in a weird... I have to say this. I'm in a weird, like, I think everyone should do this if you haven't, especially. Carolina started from episode one, and I was like, okay, let me do that. And just seeing Karen from first season to now is... You're talking about the aesthetic. You're talking about literally just her, like, pushback wig. Like, literally. But then also, like, she's like, I was born on a farm. Therefore, I will take this, like, etiquette business to the max. And, like, I don't know. (laughs) You still see, like, traces of it. But, like, it's so funny just seeing her in this light now I'm that is why potomac still works and like why we'll probably continue to work for honestly as long as like the girls are interested is because like potomac maryland still i'm from maryland and so like we're just like in this like place in america like where it's not the south with like you know like full southern manners but also like not the north where it's like I don't know where it's like too like too cosmopolitan. It's yeah. like right in the middle, literally mid Atlantic, where yeah. like people still care about like decorum a little bit, like in their community, yes. like in their like light skin. Like we like we have resources, and like some people don't. Like in that like separatist narrative, you yeah. you have to conduct yourself a certain way, like. Housewives like I mean New York, Roni for me fizzled long before the um what's her name season, the black season, because yeah. there was no more line of decorum. Every episode was like my vagina, my breasts, like yeah. <laughs> like in and Ramona behaving in in a way that is completely un um then you can't defend. But yes. in Potomac there is still very much like, no, my husband loves me. Like they are mm-hmm. very much yeah. housewives. Yeah. That <laughs> or at is least true. wives, you know, active wives. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And that's probably, I mean, there's many, I think, reasons for the demise of Roni, but they, like, it does work better when they are trying to uphold tradition. In some sense. Some line. Some line gives us, like, the deviation that we get to, like, that becomes juicy housewives drama, which is very much like this party, like, better, I am a better wife, which is, like, you know, so superficial and, like, honestly unrelatable to our real lives, you know, as, like, people who probably started watching it in our teens. Mm -hmm. But it is, like, it is the domain of, like, the social drama. Right. So it, it's like, you which know, requires like, some like aspiration for the audience. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think that's what like Potomac like has provided. And I think still does. I think that's what Mia is really going for is like, you want to be me, blah, 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 which like no one does. And like, <laughs> everyone, like everyone blatantly like, does not want no. to. No. And like, Wendy's jealous of me. It's like, no. Um, <laughs> Mia, I don't is, think so. Mia is so sad. Like, this is like a little asterisk and like falls under housewife taboo talking about the family. But I'm like, she's had so much plastic surgery that she doesn't look like her kids. Yeah. <laughs> like she totally like she like I cannot even see the face of the mother in the face of the child. <laughs> which <Totally>. like <laughs> which is like not totally. a problem. Obviously, there are all sorts of like family structures where like 
you don't have to look like your mom to identify. But like, if you came out of that vagina, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like her face is just totally warped. which is kind of crazy to like think about. Like, I don't know when a mom does whatever. I I can't even go there. Like when someone gets plastic surgery and then like your kids have to like get used to like <laughs> a new face. I don't know. I feel like Being like my mom like, looks like this. Territory. Yeah. Yeah. Like who is like, like you do wait, hold on. You think we look ugly? Cause then it's like, right? I look like I have these features. Wait like you think yeah. we look ugly? WTF. Like this. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh God. But, but- I think yeah. Karen, for me, well, first of all, I was like, who at Bravo hates Karen this much for this sketch situation? Like, what uh, on this? The editing, yes. The, this... uh, the like the um, RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked editing, yes. which is actually honestly RuCap. Which is sorry, this is a, yeah. like super gay people are, are listening. No, it's it like we know that like the crazy over editing came from RuCaps yes. that then they stole for for like um, pit stops or uh-huh. that they've been like cribbing, and now it's just becoming sort of like the language of how to like jiffify a video and yeah. yeah they're they're taking it your honor they're taking it all the way to the um end of the finish line yeah what, what do they call it dom and order what do they call it grand and dom grand and dom grand and yeah dom. like <laughs> like <laughs> like which honestly when you said out loud like does not even make sense like i even tried no. to make it make more sense no no it, it really doesn't and i said dom and order <laughs> dom and order kind of makes sense because <laughs> it's like Grand monosyllabic and yeah. monosyllabic in order and right. then they just said grand, grand and, and dom, dom. Uh-huh. yeah <laughs> but yeah. oh my gosh like the thing is i've been looking at this verse one of my new favorite things is to just like really look at people when they're in these like reality scenes and yeah. i swear when ashley is like telling robin when, when Ashley's completely telling Karen's business to Robin <laughs> in that When Ashley shop. almost looks at the camera and goes, well, I guess it's going to come out eventually anyway. <laughs> or like, whatever. It's, like, it's, it's the looking at the camera. It's like Robin, like, like, like laughing. Like, she's Literally. laughing. Like, she's mm-hmm. not going, ha, ha, ha. But look at the sides of her mouth as she calls Juan. Juan, yeah. And, like, Juan blows up. She's, like, smiling. <laughs> like, she's, totally. like... She's like, this is ridiculous. I'm getting my my plot line in. Right. I know. And I wonder if she regretted. I mean, I don't I did not expect that phone call to be so explosive with Juan. I wonder if she like regrets uh phoning a friend at that point. But it was so silly and so it gave it gave protest too much. I was it, like, yes, literally, you're supposed to be sure. like, babe, what are you talking about? Me and Karen, me with a Karen look like. Like that's yeah. like that's a laugh, but instead it was Which is probably what she thought. Oh, what you mean? What? <laughs> like it was yeah. like, hold on, now I believe you're these half. women. <laughs> yeah. These women. God. Yeah. Now I fully believe Karen. Karen. <laughs> Karen is a woman. She looks like me. <laughs> she looks like me. Blonde. <laughs> Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Stunning. It was so funny to see them all at the table say wait so you think Juan wants to fuck you which is like there were the layers of this were so funny to me because it's like 
who is going after and that is your to your point what makes it so good with everyone being married is okay Giselle can accuse Chris of you know whatever inappropriate hug but then tear down Karen saying like oh you're ridiculous for calling this hug inappropriate so it's like the layers of um you know accusations against each other and then denying each other's accusations yeah and we'll just simply never in the history of housewives see Giselle with a man it's it it remains the best read it remains one of the best reads you can ever give yeah it's like not even close to an altar be quiet or whatever (laughs) it's just consistent and like Giselle like she just she literally is feels incapable of of harvesting men (laughs) like she like no man wants to be near her um, Which is insane. She's so gorgeous. She's so whatever. But yeah, it's giving. I don't even know what. Yeah, but she's in a lesbian relationship, emotional with mm-hmm. Robin. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's an absolute mess. Um, yeah, but watching watching Ashley and and Karen like share Coronas, like like Karen yeah. being like, I have a Corona, and then like Ashley lights <laughs> up. Yes. <laughs> I know Ashley was really fun this episode like I it's seeing her so on not even a different page like a different book than the rest of the women on this trip is so funny like her in the cenote everyone getting eaten alive like I did enjoy <laughs> the delusion of Ashley everyone was I think was just very delusional this episode which is yeah if, if they make it work yeah, yeah, and also, I mean, maybe she's a bit freer, not having like literally being like, okay, I can go in here and stir up. Like we right. see her like stirring up. Like she's literally being so. She's the bone collector this season, mm-hmm. or she's like, okay, I have to keep earn my keep. Like my husband right. was my keep. Right. He was gonna come on here and make sure that I was embroiled. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so now I have to embroil myself. Yeah. Um, but like keep my little like cheery, I do Instagram dances veneer. So, you know, she she got she got him on a trip. She got everyone on a trip. She got, you know, there was a drink flow drink thrown. And I guess yeah. this brings us to sort of the end of the episode, which is the cliffhanger. Yeah. Wendy potential. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought it was gonna be Ashley. Like, when they had kind of teased it, and I was like, oh, obviously, Ashley, you know, flashes her pussy and whatever. But for it to be (laughs) Wendy and Mia after it all, which, like, okay, not unfounded that Mia has complicated feelings and therefore is gunning for Wendy in some weird way. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, but also, like, darker and that, oh, like, very. Mia is, like, so unhinged mm-hmm. that, like, getting, like, a, like if, if Wendy's favorite thing is her spotless reputation and her, yeah. like, absolute perfection, truly, like, she's like, I'm perfect, like, then the best thing to do is to get her in a situation where she is not seen as perfect. Yes. And so, and then you make her vulnerable and then you can just, like, keep keep talking, this is now your story. Oh my god. Uh, Like, Mia, like, doesn't have... So she can sip the drink and not tell what happened and whatever. Yeah. She does not, like, I mean, I would be like, Mia does not have good intentions, but I truly... 
like having looked at the nothing between the like irises of her eyes, <laughs> I don't think that Mia has intentions. I think right. that she's free falling through space, looking <laughs> for whatever she can grab onto to survive another day. So that like at weird. one point in time, it was a strip club. Then it became G. Then it became plastic. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the idea of being a businesswoman, baddie. And now it's like a housewife. And like, yeah. and this is like the hardest thing she's ever done because yeah. it's a female dominated arena. And we don't care that like your ass is fat and your lips are juicy. Like yeah. these women are going to like, these women can still read you even if you're beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. What is Candace always say? Crater face. You know what I mean? Like they will just get you in a way that like, Men have not. <laughs> not that not is scary. The insult. I try to get around saying it. You're I'm trying so hard to get around like being you're negative, so but just commenting on negativity, but also just like astounding that like, you know, this whole chat, the like first mention of Candace, like her being low key is good for her image. I like yeah. Candace now. Like I know. I... <laughs> How did that I didn't see that coming for myself at least. Yeah, I was I was very much in the wait. Like I was like <laughs> I was like the uh-huh. Um but, but I I've always loved Candace as like a character, but like not loved watching her all the time. Right. And now she's in the absolute like I look good. I like she has the one liners. Yes. Mia yeah. has no one liners. She she's doing regurgitated like who wants check me boo like she's like she's she's recycling Nini lines and I that's totally. it's one of my least favorite things. Yeah. I hate the meme machine. I like don't do this. <laughs> like you can see it in their eyes when they're like tr- the effort is there and like the it's yeah it's so be ingenuous. boring or be yeah. fierce, but yep. like don't bring me like a non-committal like a a, a paraphrased uncommitted Nini quote. <laughs> yes. yes, totally. Another thing I just realized that proves your point about the her being uncomfortable with women um, idea, Mia will take something so normal and make it so sexual in a, a, a drop of a dime and in her interviews as well. And you can feel like the production kind of being like, oh, that was weird. And I think that is something that will not fly with the housewife um, community and audience. Everyone is just, no, thank you. And I don't know how she can dig herself out of that, especially after this next storyline. Yeah. And this 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 wedding, I guess, is maybe well, the last component. Apparently, they did just get married. Yeah, we, the wedding went through, but, like, who was there? Is there a certificate? No. Like, what was the truth? Did she wear a black dress? Like, <laughs> was she yeah. in mourning? She was like, I don't want to wear white. I don't want anyone to witness it. I don't yeah. want to be in America. <laughs> it's like, you don't want a wedding, honey. I know. You, I... Want a, you want a domestic partnership until your kids are 18. And she said... I don't know if it was on Watch What Happens Live or what, but she was like, if we weren't broke, if we weren't on the show, if we didn't have kids, obviously we would not be together. Like all of these things like caused us to reunite. The fact that they like didn't live separately, mostly for like financial and friends. She was like, I'd be in New York, he'd be in California. I don't know what more like there is to say. It's like, obviously she doesn't really want it. What is she doing? I thought she, I thought the hats... 
I thought that the, that the hats can't stay on the shelves. What 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 is update on the, oh, the yeah. silk lined hats? I was like, I thought she I, made her money back. All on the I hats. heard is that no one has received hats. Oh but my gosh! All I'm hearing is we have not gotten our hats. We have not gotten it. I think there was some sort of like email that was sent out that was like, okay, if you really need your hat by Christmas, like let us know. <laughs> <laughs> not not if you really need. if you really really need your hats. Yeah, I really need that fifty dollars back. How much was she selling those for? A pop. Yeah, I know, I know, it's really insane. Okay, that was Mexico. I don't know how much I'm buying into this story in a major way, but supposedly at Sundance, and this is page six, obviously, Harry Hamlin is overheard blaming the Sutton Elton John situation for Lisa Rinna's departure. I'm just so over all of that. And I think for Rinna, it's like this point of pride. Like, how dare you, like, try to come for me so publicly when you are <laughs> nothing to me. As I I do think that's how she sees Sutton. Like, who the fuck are you? And they maintain, like, they got tickets elsewhere sat with her we have these receipts and bravo chose not to show them at the reunion and i do think like i've been feeling this way especially with like the jen shaw um you know the trial and then her not being willing to sit down with andy cohen and do the one-on-one because they won't take certain things out of the contract that allow them to control the narrative in certain ways she said contractual provisions um that they weren't willing to remove. And I think that that's like, it's gotta be the worst part of being a housewife. It's just like, you're just hoping that they're gonna get your side of the story in a way that's like, it's never gonna be the truth, but it's gonna be like enough that doesn't make you look like a huge idiot. And, but I do think it's kind of crazy that like, and I kind of put this on Rinna and Terry Hamlin where it's like, they could just be saying, no, it's because of Kelly Hilton. But I think, as we all know, like, the ramifications of that being even worse than they already are with Lisa Rinna, like, in their community, Sutton is a much easier scapegoat than Kathy Hilton. I wonder how, what things were and will be affected, you know, in that, um, in that society because of that. And do I care? No. I just thought it was really funny that, like, Harry Hamlin had this like page six item and it's an overheard it's not anything it's I really wonder but I, I what to me is interesting is that Sutton is fully the scapegoat in it because he literally said Rinna would maybe still be on the show if it wasn't for Sutton and Bravo not showing the receipts on the reunion I wonder where Jen will sit down and talk and, and if any other outlets will probably be even better, honestly. Everyone, I don't know. <laughs> They're doing the edits. Miami has really been giving as well. I think we all have to agree. To me, I think it's my favorite franchise at the moment. Potomac, really close second. But I, I just enjoy the girls so much in Miami. And this week, Nicole delivering Larsa a mirror that says you're fake and you're not invited to my party anymore. Come on. I 
I was jaw dropped. I had not seen that that kind of behavior. This is like returning the bunny. This is really like head tea. And that's what we want from these women. Like everyone gets it in Miami. Is it Alexia? I can watch for days. It's hard for me with Alexia that she's like so on Larsa's side. It's really difficult for me to decipher who I don't like more. Larsa or Nicole. It's really, you know, it's pushing me to a to an uncomfortable place. But I do not like when I'm not on the side of Mirasol and Alexia. I want us to to always be united. It's it's an incredible incredible season for these girls. I'm feeling for Lisa. I've also been looking. I was looking at Lenny's Instagram. If you wouldn't just like feel disgusting. Like the party promos that he makes for those Halloween parties. Insane. You got to look at it. It's really I was speechless. A speech. It looks like he's running a club or something, but they're for house parties. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't seen party promotion like that, but I was really shocked to my core about that. Well, you know, I'm almost out of time. I was going to talk about I'm just like that. I don't think there has been any people have been asking me if I've heard. I have not heard any date for I'm just like that as far as like a projected premiere date. Nothing. So I don't know. It looks like they're still even wrapping up filming. I'm hoping that I saw something about a projecting for summer. I hope that is not the case. That seem that is way too far. And I don't know. It doesn't seem like a summer show. Like everyone's going to be on what we're going to be on vacation and talking about. No, I hope they get it out by the spring. I really do. I want, I want it to be, we're done watching it by, by June is my ideal. We'll see what happens. And we'll talk more about that next week for sure. Um, we'll get into a few more things. Listen, thank you for listening. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to, to be chatting and doing this. If you have anything that you want discussed, please message in. Instagram is probably just the best way to do that. Um, I'm at rich underscore Melissa. DM me. Let me know any hot topics you want discussed. I was maybe going to do some like product review stuff too. I actually have been um, truly, I won't say scammed, but nearly scammed. You know how scammable I am. Um, but I have made some Instagram purchases. Maybe I'll do some product reviews. All right, message in. <laughs> Catch me embarrassing myself on TikTok. You know I'm doing that. Pfft, boy, am I committed. All right, love you guys. Talk to you next week. Mwah. Mm-hmm.